Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 425th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and I brought together the uh, the team of dreams because it's early this Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, we... We brought we brought together the uh, the man the whale himself, Doctor Shamu. Hello, hello. And we've also got uh, we've got the extraordinary game master himself, Lydian. Good morning, Guten Tag. Uh, all right. And on that note, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Welcome to the show. If you're new, uh, we really appreciate you checking us out. We're the show that talks about everything. Uh, everything about Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon uh, Wild Type? Pokemon Wild... What, what did you call it? Wild Heart? Is that what it's called? Wild I Type. No, Wild, that Wild Type. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Game. Yeah. The, the, like the OG fighting game from like... From like the fan-made the, yeah, yeah, the fan-made fighting game that they totally stole some of the inspiration for for Pokken. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Except they didn't give us Swalot. They didn't give us Swalot. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. That takes me back to playing that in the like computer lab and hoping no one looked... Yeah, I, I, I remember that game. I do remember Pokemon Wild type. But yeah, we, yeah, we, we have a good time. We have a good show lined up for you today. We're very excited to do it. I'm back from, uh, from my trip to, uh, to the, to the wintry north. Um, <laughs> to the crown tundra. The land of Christmas. <laughs> the land of Christmas. That is what we'll call it. The land of Christmas. <laughs> Christmas in January. Uh, I am not an Orthodox Christian, but it is Christmas in January. Uh, but on that note, uh, how have you guys been? What have you been up to? How's the party? Oh, I don't think I've been much. Just doing UTC prep. Uh, so. I've been doing prep, but I definitely don't have a team ready, so I will be using a rental team in my first match this weekend. <laughs> I didn't, and I just kind of had some on that were, like, built that I've had. like Just, like, competitive sets on stuff, and I just yeah. used that for round one. I, th- to be fair, this is a format where I think that'll work in Battle Stadium singles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you don't actually really need a full team. Like, if the matchup's right, you really only need three Pokemon. <laughs> Generally, yeah. If this one comes down to, you need, like, either, like, one or two heavyweight things, and the three other, like, four can be, like... What, yeah. Like, they can be just supporters. A little bit more flexible. Whatever. You, could, you can just put a Seismitoad you caught in the wild on your team and scare the Dracovish away. Like, that's all yeah. you need to do. It's uh, just a, it's a mental game, too. Like, there's all the this threat of, like, throwing a Shedinja on, and then, like, oh, what if they bring that and I don't have anything to hit it? Yeah. Like, there's always that mentality, too. Like, little things mm-hmm. like that. I should bring a Shenenja. Just, like, one week to have fun. 
Just to, just just to really mess with somebody. Even, like, at least one mod on my team will be just a joke every week if, if I can have, like, help it. This week wasn't really a, a meme, but it was just a fun test set. Did you, did, who'd you play? Who'd you play? I played against She. Oh, yeah. Have you played yet or no? Yeah, we, we already battled. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you win? I brought that was like, I did it with a 2 1. Okay. Mimikyu is a annoying thing to deal with. <laughs> Mimikyu is annoying. Uh, Mimikyu's, Mimikyu's annoying. And then, um, yeah, Mimikyu's a big, big pain in the butt. It, it just hurts like, when it's like, oh, it, it, it dynamax and then it has a sub up still effectively. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, it's just, oh, it, no. It's, oh. it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I was playing some Battlespot Stadium singles like before the show today. And I ran into, uh, I ran into like the techiest, um, high dragon I'd ever seen. It, it was, it was, uh, taunt with, uh, it was taunt <laughs> high dragon with substitute, okay. dark pulse uh-huh. and flash cannon. That's wow. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. I, would, I, I don't know if I'd call that techie. The one taunt is tech. The other two moves are kind of stand. Like, I think it's literally just a, I think it's literally thing. just a beat Corsola. <laughs> I think it's literally just it, a beat yeah. Corsola. Well, like, sub Nancy Plot's a thing, and they, I think they always run Dark Pulse now. Yeah, yeah but it's that, sub and then I think Flash Plot, Dark Pulse. <laughs> yeah. He and didn't then, like, actually Flash have Cannon. Nasty Plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the only weird thing that I ran taunt instead of Nasty Plot, but, like... I was very confused. <laughs> sub, Dark Pulse, Flash Cannon is a thing. I guess they probably, pro- again, they probably ran taunt for things like Court. Like, they probably ran it for things that either yeah. just do... is a problem. is just- a huge problem, especially since, like, knockoff's on, like, three Pokemon now. And oh yeah, it, well, it, one of the three Pokemon is insanely good with it essentially too. So it's yeah, like, knockoff and, and actually completely the one Pokemon that I know of that gets it uh, effectively counters Corsola like one of two ways, depending on what Corsola does. Knockoff so. is knockoff is scary, scary like limited this gen. It's really, it's really scary limited. They cut it from a lot of Pokemon that I'm like I I don't know like Bisher I guess is the prime example it's yeah like, what why. Why I did guess you cut that yeah. from this. To be fair, B- Bisharp never learned it like le- naturally to begin with. So like it, it lost yeah. it because it's a lack of a level up. That that's what it is. It's a lack of a level up move and so it lost it. I don't think it ever even got it from breeding. Um we'll probably which, get it back once the tutor moves come back and then I really oh, yeah. get it and then we'll like we'll see. why this yeah, move here. I hope. Yeah, why I, couldn't this day cut? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um I, I'm hoping I'm hoping it comes back with the new tutors in in the Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor has a lot of things that can, I think, fi- uh, not fix per se, but I I feel like I feel like what they're trying to do now is they're like here's a base game where it's 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 a new fun way to play, and then they just slowly migrate us back to the old ways, <laughs> like over a course of two years. That's what I'm that's what I'm expecting. Like I fully expect by like the time that by the end of 2021, we're just back to like Lando T one v one. Lando T is scary, and a bunch of other random stuff. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. Hidden power comes back because it, uh, but it's only it's only learnable by unknown, and <laughs> that's okay. I'm okay with that, honestly. I I'm I did okay. not I, I did not know I don't want hidden yeah. power back for everything. I don't. I like with the, I like playing a meta without. Everyone I, having coverage. I'm actually really happy with it because, like, there's definitely, especially with some of the Pokemon they put in, like Dracovish. Like Dracovish would be terrifying if it got hidden power, in my opinion. Like, does it have a base attack, a special attack of like seventy? Yeah, but it, it's got. It, it's, even then, like, even, just as running tech and like, it, it, it depends on how hidden power would work with Dynamax as well, right? Like, well, it, with Dynamax, it's scary. That, yeah, that's the same because that, we know with multi-type, yeah. it, it works with multi like uh, multi-attack. 
will change the max move depending on what type mm-hmm. of ally is. So hidden power yeah. would do the same thing. Yep. Presumably. Because like yeah. when you go to Dynamax, it technically it's like max strike, but it changes to like yeah. Whatever type that that would be that would be the terrifying part. I I would be very terrified by that, <laughs> hands down. Like the, the only thing with Dracovish would be the fact that you can get like a speed boost, which is scary. But yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Hit, it's not gonna hit hard. It's oh man, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody run hidden power flying to begin with. So that would be fun, it, actually. It was ran on a few things that were like yeah. special that didn't get a flying move. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking just, about. It was yeah. like I think like the one that the genies used it just to like get stabbed mm-hmm. flying. Yeah, thunderous or something like yep. that. I don't remember, but I just remember that was a thing that they would they would run it for either random coverage or to get stabbed. I think mm-hmm. Keldio had an option for it for like, uh, like, I think it was one of the one that re- aptly ran like electric or flying, I think, at one point, depending on the meta. Hmm. It was like, that was, this might have been John 5 too. I don't remember yeah. for sure. I don't, I know it ran electric for like anti rain. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was a thing back in the Weather Wars. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I'd love to see, I'd love to see more. I do like, I do like a hidden powerless meta though, right now. Um, mm-hmm. just, just give unknown something. Just give unknown something. Yeah, just let unknown have everything else doesn't get it. Dude, that'd be cool. Actually, that would be really fun if unknown was the only one that got hidden power. We I'd be super into that. Power. You would only run psychic and you run specs. That's what unknown does. Well, well, yeah, but it's also an unknown and it's not good. So I, I'm not worried about unknown, it. unknown, something bad has happened. <laughs> unknown exists solely for collection. Like it, it exists solely for collection, and I'm okay with Pokemon that exists solely for collection, uh, because uh, hashtag gotta catch them all. Uh, oh, should we talk about that one person who probably is trying to catch every pattern of Spinda? No, we shouldn't talk about that person at all. Uh, patterns of Spinda <laughs> are not something you should try to catch all of. Um, <laughs> I because I, I mean Pokemon was smart in not defining those as like different forms. Yep. Uh, or that would have been horrible. That would have been, I you got to talk about the person who wants to catch every form of Spinda like a shiny, you know. That that's the person I feel sorry for. I don't feel sorry. They brought this on themselves. You brought this pain upon yourself. Um, yeah. But on that note, uh, yeah. Is anything else going on with anything? I don't think so. I mean, just UTC uh, party and yeah. yeah. Uh, I had my match. Yeah. Did you did you win? Uh, no. <laughs> Good. I I didn't. Uh, Without going too much, because I do want to keep bringing that team, um, there's some very specific counterplay, and it okay. turns out my opponent was aware of it. <laughs> that was me losing game two. Uh, so, game one, strategy works, totally great. Game two, didn't, really did not work. Uh, <laughs> and then game three, I tried to feint that I didn't bring it, and he called my bluff. Mm-hmm. So... That was uh, not excellent. <laughs> I, I I really like this format. Like it's just it's a nice change of pace from OU. Um, and it, it's just a, it's a nice change of pace, and it kind of brings back the like, um, the the lack of team preview that we had in Gen Four prior to Platinum version, because team preview didn't exist, and so you didn't know what the person had in the back, and so you can pull those shenanigans again. And as a man that really liked Motor Drive Electivire, it warms my heart. <laughs> Uh, I miss my I, I miss my motor drive electivire being able to work. So <laughs> they they added team preview in the same generation. They added Zoroark, who then couldn't take advantage no, of a game. Yeah, no, they, it was t- Gen Five. No, they added team preview in Platinum. It was a big deal. I remember very vividly. <laughs> 
I just remember it wasn't a thing in Diamond and Pearl. And it was not a thing in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a thing in Diamond and Pearl, but it was in Platinum and in Heart Gold Soul Silver. Um, it it wasn't until uh, I, I think uh, they did play VGC. I think one year with Diamond and Pearl. I'm not. Ex- I don't quote me on that because I think that was right around the time VGC like started their their circuit. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember if it started with Diamond and Pearl or with Platinum. I believe it was uh. Was it Diamond and Pearl? Or, I don't know, actually. If it started with Diamond and Pearl, barely anybody played it. Yeah, uh, it wasn't very publicized, I think, at that yeah, point. Barely anybody played it, because, like, the first one... I remember, like, the first, like, big, quote-unquote, like, world championships were essentially, like, in 2005 or 2004 with Leaf Green Fire Red, uh, which is weird to think about, because that, that one required a link cable. And we're almost kind of back to that, but don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so I... I Looked it up because I was interested. The first game was in 2009, Pokemon Platinum. Yeah, Plat- Platinum came before Heart Gold Soul Silver, so yep. Platinum Platinum had Team Preview. Um, I remember I remember that day very vividly because that changed like that was a huge change for competitive Pokemon. Um, that was huge. That was that, I mean that was that like uh, Gen Four brought a lot of good things to Pokemon that made Pokemon what it is, and I think it's underappreciated in that regard a lot of the time. Because without Gen 4, we wouldn't have Team Preview. We wouldn't have the physical special split. And uh, all of these things made po- modern Pokemon what it is today. Um, it was not the kindest breeding. It was, it was not the kindest for breeding, but it was okay otherwise. Uh, power items existed, though, in that back then. So, like, you could do the power item stuff. That was always good. Uh, on that note, though, uh, let's go ahead and uh, switch it on over, kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. The news has a few things in it. It's been a pretty slow week, actually, for Pokemon. I've been really surprised by that. So we've we've got a little bit of news. First is being that we actually got the end dates for the Gigantamax series right now for Colossal, Lapras, uh, All Creamy, and uh, there's two more that I already forgot. Uh, Flapple, Appleton. Flapple and Appleton. That's it. And so... All Creamy ends earlier than the rest of them, oddly enough, on January 30th. So that's literally like this Thursday. Yeah. So if you don't have Gigantamax All Creamy, like go get it this week. It's going to be much easier to find it until the 30th. Go do it before Thursday. And I think as of right now, it's the only way to get the variation of the colors on it. Yeah. Because yes. the other one's only the pink strawberry, though. They yep. are all strawberry as the candy. Yeah, which is disappointing. Capable. It is, it is very disappointing. It's really disappointing to me just because, like, they gave All Creamy, like, a bajillion forms already anyway. And in its Gigantamax, it includes all of the decorations in it. Yeah, I just think that means we're going to get the All Creamy event multiple times. Uh, that's very reasonable. You know what? That's, that's very reasonable. <laughs> we'll just, yeah, we'll get Clover Sweet at another point. We'll get, yeah, don't yeah. worry. It just I think probably means we're getting this multiple times. Two of them that are also technically, like, locked overall in game i think with like yeah. the ribbon and the star are you mm-hmm. it at all yeah so mm-hmm. those are probably going to be event locked too at some point mm-hmm. or we'll get them in the dlc all i all i can think is how lame it is how lame of an event is that <laughs> <laughs> well that's why it wasn't the only event right they yeah. still threw other pokemon at it no i'm i'm really happy with the way they, they do this um i mean everything else uh, that's not all creamy ends on february 6th by the way 
So I do expect that we're going to get some kind of like Pokemon news drop by uh, by or on the 6th of February. We probably will. We're going to update about home and stuff like that. They said they were going to talk about home before it comes out. And they said it's coming out in February. And that to me means it's coming out February 27th. Uh, probably the end of the month. It's a leap year this year. It can be the 29th. Uh, no, no. 27th. It's 27th because that's Pokemon Day. I know. The 29th. Nobody cares about the 29th. Uh, Pokemon doesn't care about the 29th. Uh, they care about the 27th, because that's Pokemon Day. I was just saying they could delay it. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon Day, if you're just like, man, I can't do anything to celebrate, I wish Netflix sure would help me celebrate Pokemon Day. Man, <laughs> oh, are boy. you going to be disappointed. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is making its way to Netflix on February 27th, 2020 globally, except for Japan and South Korea, because those two countries already got it. Now it's dubbed. <laughs> this is a C- 3D CG remake of the original movie Pokemon or Mewtwo Strikes Back. And it, it is it is going to be as uh, magical um, as it sounds. That, that's my answer. Magical as it sounds. And if it doesn't sound magical, congratulations, you got the joke. I, I'm just, I'm really disappointed, um, because like, I, I've seen clips from this movie. I, I'm not saying that the art is bad per se. It's a little weird with like the character movements. Uh, the stills look really nice. The character movements are really odd though. And, uh-huh. and it, yeah, that, that it's really, really odd. I, I'm also really disappointed. That it's not like a faithful, like one to one recreation. It, it's like this, yeah. it's like this weird thing where it's trying to be a new thing, but it doesn't want to do that at all. And, so like we're missing things like the Viking joke didn't make it in, which is really depressing. The the Viking it, the Viking joke's gone. It looks like someone animated the Smash. Yeah, uh, like the the Smash tr- announcement trailers. Yeah, to a full movie, and I don't like that. <laughs> this is I like the this movie is legitimately like I when it when they announced it, if coming out in Japan like uh, about a year ago now, I was just like, but why? <laughs> who asked for this no, who asked, no for, asked th- for this nobody wanted this <laughs> and, uh yeah it, so it's coming out you can go watch that the first movie or you can just watch the first movie animated and it's actually back when the animation was really really cool in the movies mm-hmm. do we know if they're the same length are they like the exact i don't know if it's the exact <laughs> same length because it does cut out some parts and they did have to redo they did redo the voices like if you watch the american yeah. the english trailer they're using the new voice actors and they're not reusing like the veronica taylor voice in there or anything could i just imagine mm-hmm. what if you played it side by side i do think they got dan green back though for mewtwo which is kind of if surprising if they did it's worth watching then but like uh, dan green doesn't do dan a lot green. anymore no no he does not uh the mewtwo voice at least sounds very it's very faithful to the dan green mewtwo i don't know if it is dan green but it's very faithful to Dan Green, mm. uh, the Dan Green Mewtwo. So I, I do. I mean, in that regard, I guess it's cool. They do make the lab. The thing that that is very, uh, very eye catching for me is like they have shots of like the lab that Mewtwo's in, and they make so much of it look like the Detective Pikachu lab, which makes yep. me, uh, yeah, which just is just like okay, okay. I'm a little sad, but that's okay. <laughs> so they're trying to make it like that. It's actually canon in that world. They're trying to make Detective, like, Ash and Detective Pikachu in the same, like... I don't know what canon. they're trying to do with the Detective Pikachu movie, honestly. I I don't know. That's what that makes it sound like they're trying to do with that. If, they, if that, unless it was just assets they had. 
Like, who knows? <laughs> Dete- de- well, the reason Detective Pikachu happened is because Nintendo was very wary of video game movies ever since Super Mario. Yeah. Um, yep. And rightfully so. Uh, <laughs> after Super Mario. I don't know what you're talking about. That is an uh, amazing movie with no flaws. There's so many. Like, the production The production story is my favorite. Uh, they just show up drunk all the time and they, they uh. try to make a movie. It's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> you have to be drunk if you want to enjoy it. So yeah, there you go. So, but uh, they were very wary, and so when uh, Pokemon Go happened and exploded, you know, they they're just like, let's try to get the rights to like make a Pokemon movie, and they were just like, here's some property we're not going to do anything with anyway, and like, they like, threw Detective Pikachu at them, some game that they only released in Japan and never in the U.S. And then then they like went to it, and I guess they just got they got excited, so they released the game, which was not very good. Um, in my no, opinion, no, it was not. And they, uh, they said, yeah, let's do that. Now we're going to detective Pikachu too. We're all excited about that. Right. Uh, you know, I I'm am on a morbid level. <laughs> <laughs> on a morbid. <laughs> it's going to have a different ending than the movie. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I just wonder what they're going to do with it. Like, where are they going to take it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I from a story aspect, like I want to know how it's going to be different. I do just want to know yeah. how it's going to be different. Otherwise, yeah, I, I just want to know how it's going to be different. <laughs> but yeah, there there you go. You can go watch that movie and and cry yourself to sleep after you watch it. Uh, there is no Pikachu short, which is also sad. That's the sad part, actually. What's really you want to know? What's really sad? Hmm. Not like in any of the re-releases of the movies, like the first three movies, like they don't include the shorts. Yep. It was tragic. Yeah, so you can't watch Snorlax be stronger than you. <laughs> and it's really depressing. Because, <laughs> like, I went out and I bought the uh, I bought the Blu-ray set for the first three movies. Uh, because, honestly, those are my favorite. I really enjoy those. And the animation style is definitely different than Pokemon movies after that. And I, I really enjoy it. And so um, it was actually with Bo. I went and got it with Bo. And- I remember that. I think we got it at the same, around the same time. Cause I, or I might have shown you or something like that. Because I remember seeing like the Steelbook one. Right? Yeah, the Steelbook one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they made it for other ones too. I never understood the power of Blu-ray until I bought those Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> I will oh, be completely boy. honest. I was just because like Bo and I put it in, we're just like, wow, this looks really clear and sharp. And he's just like, yeah, it does. This is really, this looks really nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a good time. Uh, so it, other than that, if you want to celebrate more things like the Lunar New Year, like everybody, <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go is doing a Lunar New Year event right now where more red Pokemon show up than usual, uh, including Fungus, Magmar, Magikarp, uh, and, and many, many more. <laughs> and this is going on until February 3rd. So you can go ahead and just go and have fun. Uh, you can also, they also added new red Pokemon to seven kilometer eggs, including Darumaka. Um, that's the big boy yeah they're just they're just leaking in a lot of new gen 5 stuff they're 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 doing a nice slow rollout for gen 5 and i'm not i'm honestly not mad about it like do what you want to do uh my other favorite thing about pokemon go is uh they're doing a really really cool thing right now which is uh which is they're allowing democracy to take over community day it's it's not super exciting (laughs) but it's there uh so on february 1st they're going to open up votes uh, for the next community day, you can vote for either Vulpix, Machop, Rhyhorn, or Dratini to be the uh, community day. I like that Dratini is an option as it has already been like a community day Pokemon, mm-hmm. but just because it's been like two years since it was in a community day. 
and I, I do i do like having people get the opportunity to do it again two years later so yeah so you can get uh dratini uh it does get superpower as its move which is really weird when it evolves into dragonite uh you can also get Rhydon and uh Rhydon and Rhyperior will get uh, rock wrecker machamp will get payback for machop which is honestly garbage and not what Utterly. you yeah you shouldn't be running that whatsoever on your machop and uh yeah so i i personally want to vote for machop just for those sweet sweet machop candies because i don't have machop in like my biome whatsoever mm-hmm. and I, I like i and machamp's machamp's a good pokemon for trying to raid and do gyms and stuff and i i have a bunch of machamp but it's hard to get the candy to power them up so I, I would really like to, uh, I'd really like Machop literally for that reason, because none of the others are special to me. <laughs> I have, I have a, I, I've heard rumblings that like people are going to vote for Rhyhorn and Dratini. It also, the voting is based on like the amount research of, un- completion? yeah, unique field research that happens on February 1st, which is next Saturday, which is uh, confusing. And it's going to be announced on February 3rd. So very fun. It's an interesting thing to do. I don't know how I feel about it. But it's an interesting thing to do. Also, Pokemon Go announced like a bunch of Safari Zones randomly as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like including one in St. Louis on March 27th to March 29th. You can go to St. Louis uh, and pay $12 and uh, $12 or $18 to go to the Safari Zone. Uh-huh. And there's one in Philadelphia as well. Yeah, and Philadelphia. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, it I think it's a really cool thing to try, and uh, I might go to St. Louis. It depends. I, I uh, my wife has to see if she can get the day off that Saturday, and if she does, we might go with some friends, including Ryan. Hmm. Uh, hi, Ryan. Also, new guy. Hi, Mark. There we go. We did it. I remembered today. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Mark is the new one. Uh, we gotta we gotta get that going. Hmm. All mm-hmm. right. On that note, uh, Mark could or could not be real. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I think uh, that's pretty much another, all of the news. Uh, oh yeah. Go ahead, Shamu. Yeah. There's a uh, the 2020 World Championships were announced where they're oh yeah be, uh, uh, held. They're gonna yeah. be at the XL uh or at the that's weird. Uh, it's XL just XL. London. It says XL London in London. It, in it's UK. probably it's probably like a it's building like, or something. Yeah. It probably is. But they will be in London this year, August 14th to the 17th. So Yay. they finally announced that, which is, it makes sense. It's cool. That's about the date it usually is. And I they were very excited well, to like get it out of the U.S. this it's year. In the UK. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were very excited to get out of North America. And uh, I think London's the right place to do it. Especially with Galar. It makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about it like that. Next year, it's going to be held on the Isle of Man. <laughs> No, we'll already have Crown Tundra. It'll just be in Scotland. Uh, no, yeah. no, Crown Tundra comes in the fall next year. Next year. Oh yeah, next year. That's right. Never mind. I got my I got my head all screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Or, or it'll be in Ireland because we'll get new DLC in Ireland where you get to join Resistant Wait. Oh, <laughs> there's some kind of boundary conflict going on between two different <laughs> evil teams. Uh, it's not going well. A lot of electrodes. A lot of, <laughs> oh, a, lot no. of a, a lot of electrodes on cars crossing the border. It's not. It's not going well. Um, yep. And on that note, we're done with that joke. There. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, not much else in the news. Um, Puckle wise, I, I do want to make an announcement that um, uh, on our Patreon, we've added some more stretch goals, and I only want to mention it because I think this next stretch goal is like really, really cool. <laughs> Uh, really close <laughs> uh well well not that one uh so we, oh. we are we are 14 dollars away from 850 dollars 
uh, where Ashwat and I are going to be voicing a playthrough of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, the remake. So that would be very cool. I I I want to be forced to play a Mystery Dungeon game. So uh, I really hope that maybe we can push that over the finish line soon. If you're questioning about that, um, a lot of Patreon stuff that I want to I want to talk about here today. Um, the other one is for uh, at the twelve hundred dollar goal. This is like way down the line. I don't think this is happening like tomorrow or anything. But if we hit twelve hundred dollars, what I really want to do is I do want to do that like huge tournament of uh, that huge tournament uh, between the staff. Oh yeah, the sixteen men we were talking. I think was being much. Yeah, yeah, we're talking like yeah, sixteen yeah. men because I think there's ten of ten of ten people in the Verdian Guild, and we've got a bunch of mods, mm-hmm. and we can go ahead invite them, do a, a staff tournament, capture footage either on Showdown or I'm hoping Cart because Cart's more fun to watch. Cart be fun, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can go ahead and and then I'll commentate all of them, and you guys can like P Mickey's like working up this like really crazy like sponsorship thing, so you can like sponsor whoever you want in the tournament. So, uh, I, I really, I really want this to happen. So just letting you know, that's the stretch goal. Um, if we hit it later this year, that'd be really cool to do for something to do. Uh, and then finally, we also have the next two months of puckle giveaways figured out. Uh, we've decided to actually, because we, we found some ways around to make, uh, to make in inserting Pokemon into the game, a much easier process. Uh, we're deciding to actually give some rewards to the $5 tier as well for giveaways. At the five dollar tier, uh, next next in February, you'll be getting Mew, uh, the same one that we gave away this month. If you missed out and you're just like, man, I really want Mew, that's the way where you go. Um, at the ten dollar tier, we're gonna be giving away uh, Shiny Obstagoon with a Flame Orb, because everybody's been like, I want Shiny Obstagoon with a Flame Orb. And then in March, what we're gonna be doing is we're going to be giving away a fossil pack, uh, four four shiny fossils, essentially the four shiny fossils, Arctovish, Dracovish. Uh, Arctozolt and Dracozolt, uh, shiny to the $10 patrons and to the $5 patrons, you get to pick one. Um, you get to pick one and that's what you get. So I, I'm very excited to do that though. I, I'm very excited to do that. So if you guys are interested in joining the Patreon for those or just to help out the show, that'd be great. Um, I think we're also going to have some more news about, uh, another Patreon push to get the rest of the badges so that Puckle can, Puckle can have a full set of 10 badges for Puckle Summer League this year. Mm hmm. So, so keep posted on that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all the puckle news. Uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it on over to puckles, pokey quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. So that means they can't use whatever is on the computer. They got to use what's in their heads and what they know. All of these questions are brought to you by the Puckle community. You guys can go submit questions too over on the Puckle Discord over at uh, the link in the show notes. I, I, like I can't just like list off a bunch of random letters to you and then have, hope you join. Um, <laughs> it's also on the website, so you can go and check it out over there. Uh, so, well, so there are going to be five Pokemon theme questions that these guys can get. Uh, one of the questions has a bonus point in it so they can get another bonus point. And if they don't use their lifeline, which is a hint, they can cash it in for an extra point. If they get all the questions correct for a possible total of seven, they are competing against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points to win uh, $20 credit to I don't know what. And as always, this is brought to you by Anime Gravy 
uh, com. They're your one-stop shop for everything nerd-centric, and they just have cool art all around, so you should definitely go check them out. They're also just lovely people. The nicest people. They are They are legitimately just the nicest people. <laughs> so, on that note, let's jump into it. Our first question this week is going to come from Lord Snorlax. Lord Snorlax wants you guys to answer, what is the... What type can get the highest stat multiplier on a single move? Okay, does it only count the target, not the target receiving the damage, right? Not no, it can't. It, no, it counts that too. Okay, so it would so it needs my, to be able to get multiple boosts onto a single target, right? And I assume that this doesn't mean it, like rock because to, rollout has the highest boost, right? It would. You have to be that, globally oh. available to that type. Uh, it has to be globally available to that type, yes. Okay. So it has. To, so I assume it has to be weather or terrain. Uh, I think it has to be either fire or water. Well, because doesn't electric to... doesn't, doesn't terrain also do fifty percent? Yes, but then you get uh things like flash fire and uh specifically you get um rain plus aqua bubble or water bubble. That's the name of the. Ability. Oh, I think it is water bubble just like fifty percent, or is it a full hundred? No, it's a full, uh, it's a 50% boost, but it's a 50% and then you get stab and then you get rain. It might be water actually, because adaptability crawdon. I feel like it's water, unless they also include, um, fire for, uh, dry skin, but I don't think they would. I don't think that counts. Uh, stuff like that would count, like on the opponent would count as well, yes. Things on the opponent. Oh, then it's fire. Then it's fire. Because it's dry skin, dry skin just gives it a weakness effectively, correct? Yeah. But water can be quad weak. There's no, there's no Pokemon with dry skin that's quad weak to fire. Yes, there is. There's Parasect. Oh, oh yeah, let's get that. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. What's a Parasect? I remember doing this back in, so unless it's changed, uh, oh no, it's fire because of Tar Shot. Oh, Tar Shot. Makes it weak again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a times two multiplier. It doesn't make it like, up a step, so to speak. Uh, yeah, it's fire. It is fire because yeah. of tar shot. Fire is correct. It can get like a times thirty six multiplier or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You can make sense uh, if you're in harsh sunlight against a dual type Pokemon whose both types are weak to fire type attacks and an ability like Dry Skin or Fluffy, uh, and it also affected by Forest Curse. Ah, that would result in a Forest times twenty four <laughs> multiplier. And the effects of Flash Fire and Blaze can further boost it to a 36 times power multiplier. And then Tar Shot to yeah. another yep. 72. Yep. Because that would be another times two. Yeah. Yeah. So 72. Cool. There we go. We did it, team. Yeah, that's correct. That's one point. One for one. Yeah. Oh, great. That was just the first question. Question number two is from the boy Gardevoir. Uh, which type has the least number of moves? Uh, if it's not dragon, dragon's high up there. Would um, fairy be there too? I know they changed moves to fairy, but not enough. Yeah, I'm just trying to say either dragon overall. or fairy because steel got a bunch of weird stuff throughout the generations. Dark yeah, got they... so many moves changed to it. Yeah, it couldn't be ghost, would it? No, no, ghost has a lot of status moves too and stuff. I saw. Uh, enough i think because i know dragon only has damaging moves and one uh non-damaging which is dragon dance it's the only one no it's got clangor soul now too oh right there's a a couple i think like status moves they have but not many like it's like it's definitely less than five 
I kind of actually want to say dragon, because I think fairies got a lot more status moves and such now. And they have... Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think fairy might... Dragon. Fairy might... Yeah, I'm comfortable with dragon. What else? Mm. Signature moves. There are, like, Roar of Time and Spatial Ren pop into mind. Okay, um, but then there's Eternabeam and Dynamax Cannon, but I can't think of any others. Breaking Swipe got added, but uh, that's not a signature, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm comfortable saying Dragon as well. Like, I feel like Fairy could beat it, but, like, I think it's it's a 50-50. But that got things like... It it did um, get random. It got a lot more status moves than offensive. That's the difference. Like, Dragon's a lot more offensive, but, like, barely any status... Yeah, it's, I'll say dra- I'll, I say dragon. Dragon is unfortunately incorrect. It's number two though. Uh, it's got twenty five moves total. Um, there is one type with twenty three moves total, and it turns out to be rock type. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. There are because uh, rock type. So the the th- difference yeah. between rock type and dragon type is rock type only has two special moves, like total. Right, ancient power and power gem. Yep, those are the only two. And so, so they kind of get, they kind of get, uh, they get, they get screwed over there. Uh, on the, so you guys are one for two. Uh, our next question is always is a, is a Pokedex entry. This one is going to be from she it's Pokemon shield entry reads with the mouth on its belly. This Pokemon swallows its targets whole. The soul is the only thing eaten. This Pokemon just gorges the body before departing. Just more. Yep. It's Dusk Noir. Play that Macarena. Dusk Noir is correct. Uh, there you go. That You're two for three now. And uh, because you guys uh, missed out on a question, you guys can ha- actually get a chance for three points here in, in question number four. Uh, based on what you do here. So in question number four, uh, this one's going to be, let's see, who do you like better, Murray or Liger? Um, let's see. Don't hurt me, Murray. Uh- <laughs> Murray it is. In the Generation 4 games, certain NPC trainers will join you temporarily. Uh, name da- name all of the uh, Pokemon that they use, all of their signature Pokemon. Um, you in get Conquest? The- no, 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 no. In Generation oh. 4, you had NPC trainers oh. that-, that would join oh. you. Name their Pokemon. No. Uh, for So for the first two, uh, you'll get a point for the first four Uh so uh, two at a time, and then you, if you name all five, you get three points. Oh, there's five of them. Okay, Lucario, Chansey, Arcanine, Kadabra, Claydol. What that, was the other one? That, Who was Claydol? That was five. You named no, five. No, and before that, Shamu, I missed it. I couldn't remember. Oh, I didn't thought it was Claydol. Yes. What I, did you say instead? Arcanine, Kadabra, oh, Chansey, yeah. Lucario. Because that's Riley. Riley, Lucario, Cheryl. I don't know who had Claydol though. I don't remember who had Claydol. Oh, uh, that was Buck. Oh, Buck. Buck. Yeah, he had Claydol. Yep. <laughs> there you go that's all five have three points good job guys uh it was cheryl with chancy buck with Claydol, marley with arcanine riley with lucario and mira with Kadabra. uh so there you guys go that's three points for you so you guys are you guys are five for four once again unfortunately you can't cash your hint in but uh it, good enough uh this next question is going to be from the new trivia master himself ribby it's a base stack question and he wants to know which grass type Pokemon has the highest base stat total of all grass type Pokemon, uh, including Pokemon all right. from all time. This is all time Pokemon. I assume this includes okay. Megas too. Yeah, so we're including Let's Megas. Just... In forms, okay, yes. first off, we use the hint because there's no reason we can't. not to. Just... It's a dual type, and it's above six hundred. <laughs> would that that would mean a Mega? 
Uh, probably. Well, probably. Like, I don't think any other legendary, even in the, like, there's Viridion and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's, that's Viridion. But they're not, but they're not really above 600, I don't think. Or they might just be up to, at that point. I assume it's a star. What, what megas are there? Then, like, Venusaur there's and Zephyr. Mega Venusaur. That's. Ring out. Are there any other, like, really? grass? Like, it's like Blue grass exists, types are. But Bulu doesn't hit above that mo- like, not that high above. I think the megas are above Bulu. Yeah, no, Bulu's only 570. Oh, okay, there you go. Oh, Sceptile, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Mega Sceptile and Mega Venusaur are there. Uh, and I know, um, cause I know, doesn't Venusaur have the lowest base stat total of the starters? Cause it evolved the earliest? It makes sense, I think. I think Sceptile also has higher, just cause it's offensive stats and speed. And I think, like, that overshadows its, like, lower defenses by a lot more. Yeah, and I can't think of any, uh, there weren't any grass type cover legends so no and i just trying to think of any other which is disappointing they're they're like slowly but surely yeah. getting there you know what i mean yeah yeah we didn't have a poison type legendary until this generation yeah and so. we didn't we didn't have a cover we didn't have a fighting type cover legend until this one either is shaman what's shaman sky forms db it was the same it was six, it was 600 oh 600 yep better. same yep it's just redistributed offensively that's correct okay i forgot i'm not thinking of like all these things um i, I think it's probably Mega Sceptile. Yeah, I can't think of anything better. Mega Sceptile is correct. So you guys got yourselves six points today. Uh, that that sets you up real cushy, at least for Shamu and I guess Linian as well. Um, so hey. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna sort these columns. And right now our trivia standings are Linian in first place with twelve points. T- followed by a two-way tie for second between Whimsicott and Shamu at six points. Followed by Sublime, Seth Vilo, and R Sigma all tied for th- fourth, I guess, in- with five points. It's still anybody's game. We still have people yet to get on the board. Uh, on that note, though, we are going to take a short break and yell at you about some iTunes stuff. And we'll be right back with the topic. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be DLC we want in the future, things we'd like to see from future DLC. I, I, I'm i still like struck back, dumbstruck by this concept that DLC is happening for Pokemon because one, it, it's just like a really good relief after the whole Dexit thing. Mm. And two, it's just, it, it's, it's something that we've wanted for a while, I think, including like the 3DS. Like the 3DS, I think a lot of uh, the consensus from the community, if you listen to a lot of them complain about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, they go, this should have just been DLC. And then uh, for some reason, there's a contingent of the internet that's upset that we got DLC. I, I don't understand. It's fine. Hope You'd hope they're not the same people, but... Yeah, I, you'd hope, but you know there's at least one. There's at least one. They just want to be outraged. And uh, this, this has just gotten me thinking, like, over the past few weeks, like, what else could they do with it? You know what I mean? Because, like, we've got the Isle of Armor, which we're get- First of all, we're getting really cool, like, mythical stories, which I know Linny and I were on the same show for that. And we, we talked about how we wanted them to fix mythical Pokemon, and they just did it. 
I think they did it wonderfully here. Now, now, my first idea that I want to throw out there is I think it'd be really cool because we had that really cool year of mythicals back in 2016 because they were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. 2021 comes along, 25th anniversary of Pokemon. New DLC with the remaining mythical Pokemon that we don't have. Hmm. And you actually like have a little story that you go to collect them all with. That that I think that would be really cool. Shows up the one who's all about catching the mythicals. Yeah, go, (laughs) go shows up. Go shows up. I think it would be. I think that would be really interesting though. Like you could have like a little story because I think the ones that they would they would probably leave out are Mew, Celebi, Jirachi because those didn't. But like I think it's something like the Delta episode where we got like story to go with Deoxys. I can imagine that times. I don't know how many mythical Pokemon we're missing, um, but like times that to an extent right or you could even have some like really cool crossover with some of their stories intersecting which would be which would be interesting mm-hmm. like it'd be really cool to see like victini and keldio like working together on something <laughs> yeah the american revolution uh- <laughs> it, it would just be it would just be really cool to like to to see them demythical the mythical pokemon right make them more consistent yeah I, I, because the only reason they, they've been banned from online play in the past has been you have to get them from an event, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're over the age of events now in video games. Yeah. And I, I think it would be really cool to just be like, you can get them in DLC. Boom. Mythical Pokemon are the stars of DLC and Galarian Slowpoke. Galarian Slowpoke is also <laughs> is also the main character of DLC. But I, because I, I mean, we're obviously missing 200 Pokemon. I'm hoping something happens in 2021 or after Crown Tundra. Yeah, that's the dream. There, there's something that uh, I would wish for in in DLC going forward that may already exist. We don't know enough about Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. That's true. But it's it would be that you each expansion area would pick a different, more recent generation of Pokemon and give us. Galarian or whatever forms of something else. So let's say uh, I I hope they go Isle of Armor. This is all Generation Six uh, lines that are now being tweaked, or Generation Seven, like really new designs that people are still kind of getting used to, and then spinning them again. We know that there's. I, I don't know if they'll do it for Gen Seven, but I, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, Gen Seven might be too much. I am hoping that we get more because I think right now, like in terms of just like regional forms, quote unquote, I think outside of Gen 1, I think we have like Zigzagoon and like Yamask. No, because we also have uh, Weezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weezing and no, Weezing's a Gen no, 1. Blah, blah, not Weezing. Darmanitan. Why did I uh, say Darmanitan? Darmanitan's the other one. But it's like it's like Gen 5 and Zigzagoon. And Stunfisk and um, Corsola, which is Gen 2. Oh, that's true. We did get Corsola. That's right. Yeah, we got some. We got some newer gens. I'd love to see. I'd love to see some like Gen Four love. <laughs> uh, Gen Four, I don't even know because like the problem with Gen Four is Gen Four. It has like a roster of like a hundred and seven, well, right? Yeah. That's what they say, like a hundred and seven Pokemon. But like twenty five of them are evolutions <laughs> from previous generations. Yeah, but you still got your your float souls. You still got your. Uh... 25 of them are, are previous evolutions. You have the you have the Lake Trio, which isn't going to get touched. You have, though, granted, I think Galarian, hopefully those are the Galarian legendary birds, which is kind of cool. Galarian Luxray. Yeah. That's all I want. Give me Galarian Galarian Luxray. Luxray. Dude, I'm so, I'm so surprised Luxray didn't make it in of, like, all Pokemon. Luxray just needed a revamp overall. Move pool and, like, did, yeah. like everything. Just literally just make it, give it a little bit more speed and give it Dark-type. And I think you have a really cool Pokemon. 
It moves, needs moves. It's yeah. like, it's got some, but its move pool is just, you know what it's running. <laughs> the problem is it's physical electric. It's physical electric. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. So here's what you do. You give it wings, you make it a griffin, give it bolt beak. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be cool. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about giving Fish's Rend and Bolt Beak to uh, to other Pokemon. Tapu Koko <laughs> with Bolt Beak. <laughs> Come on, guys. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest. You should feel afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I want that. Uh, Just give it like Wild Charge, like ten base power or less. Or not Volt. Not Volt. Wild Charge, but Volt Tackle. Volt Tackle. Yeah, that'd be. That'd be interesting. I mean, we are getting new moves, apparently, like, according yeah. to the DLC thing. So, I mean, new that's move, not... Their new moves are being able to be learned via tutor. One yeah. One or the mm-hmm. other. Maybe, probably both. It's probably but... a combination of both. They're going to add new moves. I mean, I, it would be stupid if Urshifu didn't get a new move. You know what I mean? We know that it's got uh, a new ability at the very least. Yeah. I, I think they give Urshifu, like, a new move that's, like, has to do with his fighting style or something. It might be, like, two, might get, honestly, two new moves, one per style. Because one of them's, yeah. like, a multi-hit, and then another mm-hmm. one's just a strong, I think. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. Because, well, we know the one, the multi-hit thing, it's just what it's supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be yeah. attacking with multiple swift-hitting moves or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, So there's yeah. single strike, and then there's flowing strike style? Huh. Yeah, something like that. Single strike will probably just... I feel like single strike will probably be, like, high crit ratio or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I think it'll probably be more Giga Impact. So I think we'll get... It could be that, too. Dark-type Giga Impact for single strike, and we'll get water-type multi-hit for flowing strikes. We already have a water-type multi-strike. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, except it'll be physical 25 base power and not priority. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's not priority. It's probably pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fighting type and not actually like the new type. It's just going to be two different fighting types. Two fighting type moves. I I could totally see that. I could totally either. see them doing that. I could totally see that. The, the other or thing. The, oh, or I'd like maybe a two turn off uh, fighting move for the single mm, strike. I still don't like that, but like I don't like two turn moves. I don't like it either, exactly, but. But they could do it. They, they could do it. They have focus punch. If we do a recharge, if, we go, if they go fighting type, we already have a recharge now in Meteor Assault. Mm-hmm. What if he gets Meteor Assault, and that's, like, their gimmick? They're <laughs> just like, he gets Meteor Assault, too. But the thing is, Meteor Assault... Poor Surfetched. I guess. Surfetched gets a short-lived... He gets a short-lived... Signature? Signature move. That's not... Well, to be fair, Surfetched isn't good, so... Yeah. It's slow. That's his downfall, though. If you give it a band, it's got Scrappy. It's other than... Like, it breaks walls. Like... No business. I mean, I believe that if it doesn't die. That's the issue. It's Yeah, the problem is it came in the same generation as Dracovish. Yeah. The wall breaker. Yeah. And it's slower. Yeah. And it's slower. Yep. Another DLC I'd really like to see, and I've talked about this, I know to Shamu before, but I, I really want to see, like, I think it'd be really interesting if they're trying to add, like, more than just Pokemon to these DLCs, right? I think it would be really cool to just start seeing them bring back old mechanics as well, like Mega Evolution, particularly. Yeah, I, I think it would be. I think it would be really cool just to have like a DLC where like you run into Dexio and Senna, because there's no other way to introduce Mega Evolution, <laughs> and they they teach you about Mega Evolution. They're like your Dynamax band can do similar things, just like the Z Z Crystal bracelet. And they just tweak it, and they, yeah, they tweak it, and then they hand you an Alakazamite, and then you go off on this adventure. And the way I really see it playing out, because you can make a really cool story heavy. Is there's another person who heard about it, and they're also going to collect the stones. And his name is Elaine. <laughs> and they want to take on, well, they want to take on like the gym challenge. They're like, this is my way to win. 
you know, if this is better than Dynamax, blah, blah, blah. And like you're competing against this person. It's like uh, imagine like hot battles. But every time you play against them, there's a different mega Pokemon he uses. Mm hmm. And like you, you and him are just going around collecting like the forty some mega stones. And then when you get to the end, you use a gigantic water shuriken on him, but he cheats and Shh. beats you. <laughs> you want to know what? Actually, along that line, they could do better with that. A, uh, depending on your version, depend on your megas. B, Ooh. your rival is not just some random person. It's Avery or Clara. They already re- released those two as your rival and trainer and partner for the other one. Oh, it would make sense that'd to carry be cool. them over. Mm-hmm. And then also, it would be a good way to give you uh, AZ Sloette, finally, after 3,000 years. AZ Sloette. There's some guy working at Game Freak right now taking notes right now. Okay, he's taking notes. That's what they would do. Like, I feel like if we're going to make more DLCs, they're probably going to... I think their best interest would be keeping Avery and Clara or bring back, like, Hop or, like, Marnie or Bede to do another, like, one-off with them to make their characters more throughout. Though, they are gym leaders now. They have responsibilities, but they can always make a cameo. Or they can make it before in the timeline. They could be it, like, not after the story, but, like... Sometime in between the story or something like that. You could do it like peers, like you know how they don't Dynamax? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In uh in Spike Muth, he could be like, Well, I'm trying to find some other thing that I can use. And he's like, Mega Evolution seems to be that thing. <laughs> and like they that would be really cool. I think I think something I really want, and kind of playing off the the gym leaders coming back, uh, or the you know, them coming you said, Oh, maybe not with yeah. the gym leaders, they have responsibilities. What if you had something where it's like, hey, Something really bad is happening. We need you guys to go out and stop it. So we're sending the champion and all of the gym leaders out. That's the that's the narrative hook. Oh, so it would kind of be like it would kind of be like that post game section where you like go to every gym and like you find a Dynamax. But yeah, but instead you're you're like better done well. Yeah, it's like oh, um, <laughs> there's a there is a serious uh, problem. A legendary or some Pokemon are, are out of control in this this area we need you you all to go so you basically suicide squad with the eight you know the eight gym leaders you finally have some time to develop melanie and gordy and uh alistair and b even better you do minor league gym leaders that were never in the game (laughs) (laughs) this is slipknot the trainer who can climb anything (laughs) <laughs> and they give him no backstory and they give him no him backstory because they kill him off immediately yep exactly <laughs> no explanation i know one thing they also confirmed with it though we had all those uniforms uh-huh yeah and then now that we with the new dlcs at least they kind of confirmed like hey guess what avery and clara they each got one so they might be slowly doing that too i think so because i mean i think that brings us i think we have 10 official ones in the game right now and then with clara and avery you've got uh 12 you got 12 and so i mean we still have we still have six more to play with and that that's definitely something that they could they could expand on right yeah because i wasn't expecting them to use those because Personally, I think if you look at the designs on those uniforms compared to the uniforms of gyms that we have in game, you can definitely tell the difference. Yeah. In the design. But I, I'm okay with them doing it. Like, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Cause but I, I just don't know if they thought about it. Avery and Clara's designs are just like the other gym leaders. It's some flair over the actual normal gym uniform for that type. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of makes me think they might be the gym leaders of those gyms in the game or at least gym well i think that's the point i think that's at least the point 
I don't think it was the gyms in game. I thought they said that they are the person training with you. They aren't. They never. I never said they were a gym leader. Yeah, they never said that. But it, it, it could be interesting to see. That's and they I'm only saying. referred to like a dojo. I don't think they ever said they were. They ever say they were gyms in the DLC? No, they never did. And no one. We're not saying that either. Oh, okay, because that's cause how it came across. That's not. Yeah, that's not what we're saying right now. Um, what we're saying is they that that they're trainers and they could be the people who are training. Like they're the minor league versions essentially. And they're trying to train up to be like in the major leagues because the minor leagues have like this one throwaway sentence and like they mentioned it in like interviews and stuff like that. So it'd be really interesting to see that part fleshed out a little bit more, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe you do a DLC where like there's a gym in like the Pokemon equivalent of Ireland and you're helping that gym become a full a major league gym. Right. Mm -hmm. And they kick out. I don't know. They it, it, it comes down between like them and bead. So you get more bead like moments. <laughs> uh, or something like that could be cool or and then like what ends up happening is like one of the old gym leaders like ends up stepping down like Piers is just like we're gonna step down you know well Piers's whole thing was because he didn't want to do that he needed someone to take yeah. over so he gave it to marnie yeah that's true that's true i can see kabu dying he's old enough that's true kabu could be like i'm retiring or something like that <laughs> and and like yeah I, I could definitely see something like that that would be interesting it would be very interesting to see that all happen mm-hmm because uh, there's there's a lot of paths like they left sword and shield like sword and shield like i i will i like i don't think the last half of the game was put well together but i think they did a very good job doing world lore and world building yeah compared to previous pokemon entries and i think that it leaves them open for like a lot of really cool dlc that we probably won't get and i'll get really disappointed about but it, I, I think i mean there there are a lot of open doors there's a ton of open doors i i would love to see like i said like that mega arc it would be really cool just to see a mega arc maybe there's a gym like a random gym that you go and you fight against that's like trying to get in i don't know i i keep thinking about like gyms and like how that plays into the world maybe almost in the same vein as like a gym the gym that existed the cantonian gym in alola right something in that vein almost uh it would be would be interesting i i think they have real potential if they do things post game I think it really gives them a potential to do something they never really kind of did a little in sun and moon but haven't done elsewhere which is to lean into the fact that at the end of the game, you are recognized as the strongest trainer. And that probably would come with responsibilities. And I'd like, I mm-hmm. really would like to see them kind of go into that a bit. Yeah. Cause, cause they're not really talking about that with the crown tundra and the Isle of armor. There's these are like games that are like outside of the timeline of the game. Well, it looks like Leon sends you to the crown, t- not crown to the Isle of armor to train with his, mentor a former champion i think how they're gonna spin that is hey you're the new champion of alola not alola of galar you might want to train so that you can be you know you can fill that office here go to the you know the guy who trained the previous one and was one himself Mm -hmm. well i think i think they plan on that being accessible like as soon as you hit the wild area regardless of where you are in the game (sighs) and so so I don't know how they like narratively. I can see them just trying to make it like that could be the headcanon when you go and do it in post game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, they could also have it be like, oh, Leon sending you there to train with a person that he trained with, like while you're still on your journey. I just think that's gonna suck for the difficulty curve. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the difficulty curve is gonna be whatsoever. What I'm expecting is, at least for like I love armor for myself, difficulty wise, what I fully expect is. I'm going to get uh, Kubfu, and he's going to essentially be my equivalent of a starter. <laughs> and I'm going to go party. 
right? I think that might be what they also kind of intend on, too, if you can do that. Like, if yeah. you beat the game, hey, guess what? We're giving this low-level Pokemon. And maybe maybe there's a Kanto starter involved as well, you know? Maybe a Kanto starter is involved as well because they're giving you a Gigantamax Blastoise and Gigantamax uh, Venusaur at the same time. Unfortunately, they may also, uh, I don't know if they would, but they, I don't know, if, I doubt they would force you to use only Kumfu. Oh yeah, I doubt but it. I could see a slight margin of that <laughs> happening. Well, the second Kubfu touches my team, it's getting a million and one EXP candies. Yeah, well, no, the second Kubfu touches your team, Kubfu is going to get a million experience points for touching like any Pokemon because not yeah. only with that DLC do you get Kubfu, but you also get the, the experience experience charm. Experience a, charm. We don't know how we get that though. Yeah, that might be for beating it. That's true. That's true. And that might be for beating it and then also completing the deck for that DLC. That blows my mind. Like, I don't know that I need more experience. Like, there's already uh, a lot of experience. I understand it completely when trying to get Pokemon leveled up for battle, because uh, I ran out of candies. And once you run out of the candies, for getting up to a good amount of candies is kind of hard and time-consuming. Uh, it is. Thankfully, I do the Patreon raid nights, and so I've got plenty of candy. <laughs> Yeah, and I do raids for four hours, and I have, like, 30, because these raids take forever solo. Yep, some and of them even do. then, so it's, like, the same amount of time doing it multiplayer. It's I think the, I think the problem is, like, yeah, I would much rather have, I don't know, I, I want legendary raids. Like, I can't wait for the Crown Tundra legendary raids, where hopefully like, yeah. the rewards are better and they're more involved. I mean, Isle of Armor raids might give, like, four times candy. Who knows? Yeah. I, I'm not going to hold my breath on that yeah, one. I'll hold I'm my not, breath for the one where it's just, like, we're going to change the mechanics. Like I'll hold my breath for that one, and I I don't know I think that I think they're trying to add like a new mechanic as well with these DLCs. Like these DLCs are adding more than Pokemon and more than like Mythicals, and so yeah, I I just think to myself like what else would be cool, and I, I think that's a cool. Maybe we can get like I mean as much as I don't want them to come back, like maybe we get a Z Move Island too. <laughs> uh, I I really don't want that. I I do like this DLC though, and I'm I'm disappointed that it's nothing like I still want to this yeah. day. I would love to go back to Kalos. <laughs> It would be fun just to revisit it because it's very underwhelming in a way. I'd love to revisit it because it wasn't finished. Yeah, it, it felt very much. It felt very much like Galar, and that we we're just like, oh, there needs to be more here. And then they did do that for Galar. I mean, that, I mean, it's like a, it's like the, the epitome of what we've been waiting for in Pokemon is for Galar to is for like the f- completion of a of a region that wasn't fully thought out, and uh, that's kind of what we wanted in Kalos. And it would be nice to just see Kalos again and maybe some of that fleshed out. I don't know. Like, you have the map done. You do have to translate it to HD graphics, but it could be fun. Mm-hmm. It could be fun. And maybe we get, like, a Gol- we get like Colossian forms of, like, of some of the newer Pokemon, like Lydian was talking about, like, some of the newer Pokemon that didn't get regional. Um, like, uh, like you can get Colossian form of, of some of the Gen 7 Pokemon. Granted, most of the Gen 7 Pokemon are like Ultra Beast or Legendaries, but... <laughs> I could, I want to see a, a Steeny that is based off of a different fruit. That could be hilarious. Give me a that Watermelon Steeny. <laughs> and it's a water type? Boom. Sure. Water grass. Yeah. Oh, we could use more water grass types that aren't just pineapples. Could always take a trip to uh, Sevy Island or the uh, one island in Gen 4. Sevy Islands are gone forever, okay? Sevy Islands are gone forever. Do they have to be, though? I, dude, I don't, I wish they weren't, because, like, I was, I was really disappointed to hear, like, well, I wasn't disappointed. I fully expected Let's Go to be just, like, the purest remake that a yeah. remake could be, and I'm like, it's not gonna, they're not even gonna touch the Sevy Islands, because the Sevy Islands, like, if we were talking about remakes and things done right, 
Leaf Green, Fire Red by no means were like the perfect remakes of a Pokemon game. They were the first, but like the Sevi Islands addition to that, to the plot, everything in the Sevi Islands is cool and memorable, memorable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to see some kind of additions to that. And I think we're kind of getting that to an extent, like with the Isle of Armor. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're kind of getting that. So I, I don't want to hold my breath for Sevi Islands to come back, but at least experiences like the Sevi Islands are coming back. We're we're also in a different place than I think the typical Pokemon fan because we're we're the fan that goes, Man, we really like callbacks. You and are the fan who really likes callbacks. Yeah. Shamu is too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like callbacks. And so I'd be I'd be perfectly fine with uh like I eat that up, you know. I I'll eat it up. Uh, but I understand at the same time they want to move forward and try new things. I, I still wait for the day where I can like go back to regions though. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that was hands down the reason why gold and silver were so cool and why heart gold and souls are some of the best selling Pokemon games mm-hmm. and, and most memorable. So I think, I hope they take that lesson, especially if they're doing DLC, like, Hey, let's do a region. Let's just send somebody back to a region. Right. It, it'll, it would have to be a limited part of one though. It, it would have to be, it would have to be limited. I do agree with that. I mean, if you do like Kanto or Johto, those regions are definitely smaller. And I think you can do it. I mean, you could definitely yeah. do Kanto right now. The problem is, if you give me a modern Kanto that's not like framed as a remake, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Well, Johto is right over there. Just let me go. I don't want to go back to Kanto ever again. I, I'm done. No, no. I'm talking about. Can- I'm done with Kanto. But like, it would be cool. I mean, Hoenn's not that gi- ginormous either. It is. <laughs> it's just mostly water. You can you can you can shrink the water down. Groudon took over. You can walk on the water. Down, <laughs> you know. I think you just made it bigger, uh, or whatever Team Magma's plan was. That's not very. Sinnoh is pretty big. Sinnoh is where it starts to get pretty big, though, in my opinion. Because, like, Hoenn, you can still run around the region uh, within a reasonable time. Mm. But Sinnoh is where it starts to get a, to be a pain to run around the region. <laughs> you just have to look at the size of the average pat- patch of grass, I think. <laughs> and then you get that feeling. But I, I think this is a good place to stop. I think there's plenty of avenues they could go. I'd like to see them do it, and we'll we'll see how it we'll see how it goes in the future. Hopefully, hopefully they're listening. I know they listen. There's some guy that took some notes, and they're gonna be like, "Good, thanks, Thatch. We're gonna fix that for you." <laughs> so they're gonna listen to the one fan out of like two billion. Okay. Yep. Well, we said yep. that we don't hate them, so they're clearly listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. So on that note, uh, we are gonna we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving, Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. 
and welcome back to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 110, Weezing, the poison gas Pokemon. Long ago, during a time when droves of factories fouled the air with pollution, Weezing changed into this form for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Is for that, some, we don't know. Does it actually just say yeah, that? The shield actually does say that. It just changed into this form for some reason. We don't know. What do you think we are, scientists? <laughs> yes, I would hope. <laughs> uh, Galarian Weezing's interesting. I don't know if it's good. I, I don't want to say it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's not bad, but it is it's, a deep... Like, neutralizing gas is okay, um, and its move pool I would, is interesting. I'd run Levitate over that personally, but they both... They, all yeah. of its abilities have uses in one way or another. Yes, I agree with that. I, I agree with Levitate to an extent... Um, it being like, I think, I think 75% of the time levitates the ability you want over neutralizing gas. Um, neutralizing mm -hmm. gas, I think we'll see more play in something like doubles. And double definitely, cause you can do a lot more shenanigans yeah, with it. Yeah, you can do also more levitate shenanigans. Levitate can just like help us earthquake stuff, fun stuff like that, but. And, I mean, and the surge ability is always. It's always nice to good. have access to it. Yeah, yeah. Misty Surge, yeah, yeah I'm, I was really surprised to see that it gets Misty Surge. <laughs> Well, they had to get I'm not knowing they... that they gave it out. That's the thing I'd give Misty Search. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, does neutralizing gas also get to go on to regular wheezing when it comes out, or when we get access yes. to it? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I'm into that. I'm really into that. That's cool. Uh, so on that note, though, we do have a team today. Uh, it's a team that I've been playing a lot with uh, recently, and it's probably the one that I'm gonna run for like a round or two in the UTC for funsies. It's uh, it's this, it's a team based around Galarian wheezing. Um, Galarian Weezing, uh, does not have great stats except for its physical defense, I guess. Um, but its poison fairy typing is actually really unique and offers a lot of like odd resistances, uh, which is really nice. Um, I mean, Galarian Weezing is resistant to fighting to a quarter, bug to a quarter, grass half, dark half, and fairy half, which is, um, just about the same number of things it's, uh, resistant to. Um, it does get new weaknesses because I think it's only weak to, uh, it was only, it used to only be weak to psychic, uh, until levitate, but, but, yeah, but it does get the yeah. dragon immunity, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really, it's really an interesting Pokemon, uh, to play with. It's got a base like 120 defense, like I said, and that's about it. A base 90 attack, base 85 special attack. Its move pool is pretty deep though. Um, like mm -hmm. it's, it's oh, relatively yeah. deep, so it, he can do a lot. He is slow base 60 speed, but it is what it is. Um, and so, uh, wheezing, uh, we're running here with choice specs because we're going to, his special move pool is much better than his physical move pool. And he also gets a, his own signature move this generation <laughs> called strange steam, which is a fairy type base 90 move or 95 move. Uh, and it has a chance to confuse the opponent. It's just better dazzling gleam. The only thing is that it's a 95 accuracy. It is a 95 accuracy. So one out of 20 times you are going to miss and you're going to really hate yourself. And we're also running Sludge Wave uh, for poison coverage. Uh, fire Blast because Weezing just traditionally has always run Fire Blast and fire coverage is nice to have. And mm -hmm. Shadow Ball because it gets Shadow Ball and you want, you're running spec. So you need to get like something else that's going to be special. And it, it it is fun to run. I don't think for this team, I think, I think Weezing's honestly the weakest member. <laughs> um, we are also running a Seismitoad. Seismitoad is, uh, is a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's running Water Absorb with uh, Scald, Earth Power, Icy Wind, and Stealth Rock. Stealth Rock you actually really kind of like in Battle Stadium singles, I found. At least right now. It, not, it didn't used to be that case back in Gen 7. 
But like you really like stealth rocks is like a nice little tech to have every once in a while because you see a lot of Cinderace, you see a lot of flying types running around. Uh, this is actually a really weird seismitoad uh, with a really specific EV spread. <laughs> it's running. It's running 84 HP, 20 defense, 252 special attack, 20 special defense, 132 speed with a uh, with an expert belt. Uh, the 132 speed allows it after it hits a Dragapult with an Icy Wind to outspeed Dragapult. That's what okay. that 130... They, they probably did. They probably went for that speed mark, or that speed, yeah. uh, whatever, that that point, and then you just said, I've got 40 left. Let me just make it bulk. Yeah, I think that's what happened. They threw the 40 I, that's left. That's probably what happened. They just yeah. went for offense, they went for outspeed for that certain benchmark, and yep. then they just said, let me just make it bulky, bulky. as much as possible, and that's mm-hmm. what they did. Mm-hmm. Should be what happens. You have, like... Yep. More more HP and like a little bit of defense in each stat. This is also like, this is also a modest a modest size method as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So there there we go. Uh. Yeah. So uh. Take take the next couple guys, uh, Linian. Uh, all right. Um. It looks like uh that was just the the uh most amount of ingenuity that they could come up with. So we've got yeah. some pretty standard. <laughs> uh, some pretty standard support here. Uh. We have a Cinder Ace. It's got Blaze because Libero isn't out and it can't oppress us all yet. Um, it's still better it's than Greninja IMO because, like, the move it pool is. isn't as bad as Greninja's. Yeah, um, it is rocking a choice band. It's jolly. If you can't guess the IV spreads, that's a uh, well, IV spreads obviously. The EV spreads. It's two fifty two, two fifty two. Yeah. Um, you're running Pyro Ball for that that sweet sweet fire stab. You're running a uh, high jump kick. Because mostly for max knuckle, but also I mean high jump kick's good. It's decent coverage. Uh, it's decent coverage. Yeah, it's it's good coverage. Um, if you're banded, you don't necessarily want to be locked into that because protect still hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it's there. Uh, you've got U turn uh, for dealing like a third of their health as they bounce out uh, because this is fine. It does so and much. Sucker punch. Wow. Yeah, that's true. It really does. It does so much. And, and Sucker Punch, because there are times when you're going to want to click that. Dragapults especially. Dragapult hates Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Sucker Punch, we are running a Focus Sash Bisharp here. And the Bisharp is a 252 attack, 252 speed. It's adamant. It's actually, um, I think it's 252 HP. Yeah. It's 252 HP. Oh, I can't read. It's fine. Yeah, 252 HP. It's adamant. Uh, four speed. It's running Sucker Punch, because, you know, you want Sucker Punch. Metal Burst, which is like counter a mirror coat, except it hits either. Yeah, it hits regardless. Uh, it hits either, and I think it's only 1.5 instead of 2. Yes, yeah, have doubled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got Iron Head to eat fairy types alive on the Switch, I guess. Uh, to pressure things that are weak to steal. And then um, it's got Guillotine. <laughs> For fun. Because with the focus sash, you always get at least one attempt, and sometimes you just need to click guillotine. I did well, it I did it in a Bisharp v Bisharp today. It, and it landed. I was happy. Well they tend to run it just for those like wall that you don't have coverage for. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. here that I, I don't have anything else to deal with you. Let me just go for the roll. That's why Lapras run sheer cold. Because yeah, like well, uh something they can't just deal with. So uh that. That's one of the reasons I really like this meta, because we don't have the one-hit KO clause like we do in OU. Yeah. It's like, you know what I want to do right now? Put it all on red and spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Let me take that 30% chance. Let's see what happens. Also, hitting that on the Dynamax 
uh, hitting that on your opponent's Dynamax may actually cause them to uninstall the game. So, uh, the the mo- that move is like that move is the equiv- a Pokemon equivalent of just say- saying, "Oh, so there's a chance." <laughs> <laughs> So there's a chance so I could win. You're saying there's a chance. There's, so you're saying there's a chance I could win. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shamu, take us Heart home. of cards. <laughs> okay. So then we have a Halucha, which is holding a life orb. It's adamant. It's limber, which I understand. Oh, I know. It's not limber. Burn. It's not limber. It's mold breaker. I. Oh, the, then you all of those were me calculate. Yeah, no, I, just, I didn't care about abilities when I was just trying to find EV spreads. I don't understand number two, actually, because the Grim Snarl T Wave, but, uh. Yeah. It is mold breaker. Uh, I guess. It's got Brave Bird, High Jump Kick, Iron Head, and Sword Stance. You have the Mold Break with Iron Head to kill Mimikyu. It's it's almost standard to Halucha like that, mm-hmm. or Random Unburdened stuff that exists too. Um, then you have a Rotom with a Citrus Berry. Uh, it's got Leaf Storm, Thunderbolt, Bolt Switch, and Nasty Plot. Yes. And I assume it's 252, 252. It's 252, 252. Oh, no, it's actually got, um... It's got like weird, like twenty speed or something like that, and then all in HP oh, okay. or something like that. It's weird. Yeah, uh, it's a weird rodent, but it, it works really nice. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much because, like, I usually see I see Rotom not wash as like a little frail boy, but I like Rotom Mo is my second favorite Rotom, uh, design wise. My first favorite, my first love of Rotom is Rotom Fridge. I uh, they call him Rotom Frost, but in in my heart he's Rotom Fridge. Um. I want I want Rotom Fridge to be good one day, but he never will be. <laughs> he joins Arctazolt in the uh, ice electric types that were way cooler in theory than practice. I mean, it's an ice electric type, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Uh, I I like Rotom though. It works really well. Um, just whenever you need an electric type move, which is fairly often actually, especially with. Uh, Draco fish being pretty prevalent. Uh, Seismitoad exists literally just to scare Draco, Draco fish. And, but, uh, if with that, and I think another big one is, uh, what's it called? Um, Gyarados. Yep. The only thing that you don't get a good answer for on this team, which I find, which I find, and it's very annoying is, uh, Corsola. Mm-hmm. Um, Corsola is just like the bane of this team's existence. Um, so I think, I honestly think that subbing out um wheezing for something else might be a good way to go technically if we're going with this team alone wheezing is your only answer to it and kind of yeah but you if still you got lose to shadow it. ball that's like your best option yeah for it. you still lose to it and that thing yeah i'm not saying you win so what you do is you get a grim snarl and you trick on yeah. a ring target and then you can kill it with guillotine <laughs> <laughs> or you just put a grim snarl <laughs> yeah, Grim Snarl. No, just, yeah, Grim Snarl. Well, honestly, right you could do that. You could just slap a. Uh, you could do some rearranging with the team and do some stuff. Yeah, I think the team. I think the team is a good start. I think it definitely needs like a little bit of uh, of uh, change. You could rearrange it a little bit, make things work. Maybe swap out a mod or two, and it. Uh, I'm just gonna wait for home so I can get knockoff back on Bisharp. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because well, I, I honestly, point, then, honestly, that- <laughs> Corsola leaves the meta when home comes out, I think, because knockoff becomes prevalent again. Assuming that eh? Seth's nightmare scenario doesn't come true, I don't- and anything that doesn't get it in the game doesn't get it. No, 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 because the reason that a lot of things got it in previous games was from TMs and move tutors that don't exist now. And, yes, and I that's know. and Seth that's just predicted it. A- <laughs> You're assuming that TM and tutor come back and that that transfer. I'm assuming over. some precedent still exists, which is why, yeah. which is why we traded for Meowth in the game. 
The only thing that's programmed in to to do is if it's a move that doesn't exist in Sword and Shield, it says, hey, you can't have this right now. Right. I totally do not think it's correct. I just wanted to put Seth that also there. thought Armor Evolution was real, so I don't believe him. <laughs> we have the Isle of Armor. It's still possible. It's still possible. It's not happening. What is oh Slowbro but up, an Seth. Armor Evolution? Shut up, shut up, Seth clones. Shut up, Seth clones. Uh, but yeah, that's the team. Uh, like I said, we're doing Pokemon giveaways uh, again for uh, the Patreon. It's a little bit different than it used to be. But if you want to join in on those and get some cool stuff like uh, Dracovish Shiny, uh, you could jump into our Patreon over at patreon.com slash Podcast. We are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. So let's let's do that. Kick it on over. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Sending your emails. You got me. To the mailbag. The, uh, the mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hopes. And I'm disappointed in everybody because you never sent in an email because Seth used the same question as last week. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we have no emails to read. This is typically the part of the show where we read emails on the show. You can email us at PucklePodcast.com next week, letting us know what kind of DLC you would like to see in the future. What kind of cool things might you, you might want to see that maybe we didn't talk about. Like, other than Watermelon Steenie, maybe you want to see. I don't know. Lydian was telling me off air about the uh, about the Steel Bug Charger Bug. Mm. That would that would be cool. Or maybe Electric Steel. The actual literal bus. You can give him Levitate just to make fun of him. He, he is just a bus. He is a bus. And it's like 10 times the size of normal charger bug. It's just bigger. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, so instead, what we're going to do today, guys, is we're we're going to we're going to end the show instead of by reading your listener emails, which you could totally have had read on the show today because we had plenty of openings. This is a first. This hasn't happened in like years <laughs> that this has happened. This is this is a first. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and play Pokemon 15 questions, that classic game. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon 15 questions, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up an RNG thing in my jigger for one to uh, one to 890, and these two are gonna try to guess the Pokemon 15 questions. 15 yes or no questions. Yes or no questions, and there's rules that I don't actually know, so you can probably break them. Uh, it's fine. If you want more of this, you should listen to Game Corner. That just came uh, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. So here we go. Uh, if you guys are ready, I don't know who you want to have go first. Maybe Shamu. Let's have Shamu go first. I don't know. Shamu, you get to go first. Oh god. Um, do we care about the rules? Because I don't even know what the rules the are. The rules are basically you can't ask about Pokedexes. That's about it. Pokedexes. Yeah, you can't ask Pokedex questions. So as I can't narrow it down from regions. Of yeah, you release. can't do that. No, yeah, you can't do that's that. That's basically it. Do they share a type with any of the starter lines? Would you have to define starter lines? <laughs> Yeah, you have to define that. How about this? Do you mean firewater grass? I mean any type that a starter has. Then yes, it does. So does that any starter could have ever had? Yes. That yes, that's what I meant. Yes. Oh, okay. Does that include Pikachu and Eevee? Yes. Okay. Because Pikachu, well, yeah, Pikachu and Eevee are starters. Yes. Okay, but not necessarily their evolutions then. It doesn't, it not necessarily, but it can be their evolutions from how I understood the question. That's how I was referring it. Oh, yes. that's screwed up with Eevee. Then. Okay, so it's all of the evolution types, essentially. And poison, and flying, and ghost. And fairy. And fighting. <sighs> how about, uh, has this Pokemon evolved? Uh, yes, it has evolved. Okay. 
I I don't know these questions. I'm just because I can't narrow it down further. That's why I don't. Okay. So we could start maybe. So it has evolved. Does can it evolve? Does it evolve by level? That's fair. Yes, it does evolve by level. Okay. So saying this Pokemon can evolve by level or or did it did evolve by okay. level? It had like that's the only way it can evolve from its previous form. Okay. That's three questions. Yes, three. That's three. Can this Pokemon evolve? No. Okay, so it's the second of... It's the, it has evolved. It's either a final of three or... So maybe we want to start narrowing down types a bit further. So asking, you know, a set of a few. Maybe if it has an immunity or something. Oh, I guess, yeah. Is it immune to a type of move? Or do they have any immunities? Yes. Okay. So that means... Let's see. So starter types, it would have to be flying or Charizard... Fairy? Ground. Well, it, it can't be ground. I can't think of a, a ground one. Star- Torterra. Oh, right. Torterra. Um, ground. Steel. It can be any of them. Yeah. So we know flying, ground, steel, dark. or fairy. Or dark. Flying, ground, steel, dark. Or normal. Uh, is this Pokemon monotype? Yes. So flying, steel, ground, or dark. It can't be flying because it has evolved can't evolve and is uh, a monotype so it can't be flying yeah is this a second stage evolution do you mean by like so let's use let's use tcg terms let's use tcg terms stage two stage one basic Sta- that's what i'm saying stage two yeah uh it is not a stage two no so it's so the one-to-one and then that's it okay so so is, is it is not a stage two is what you said right yeah it's a stage one perfect how many questions is this seven seven yeah, okay. So it's a stage one of a starter type with immunity. Is this Pokemon a steel, fi- uh, a steel, dark, or normal type? No. Okay. So it leaves us with ground, fairy. It leaves us with ground and fairy, fairy, I believe. Or ghost. I guess it could be ghost. Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, we halved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So steel, fairy, ghost. We're at eight questions, so you're like just over halfway? Yeah. Seven more to go. Should we narrow down the types again? Sure. Can't hurt. Is it a... I, I would just guess one type. Well, if we guess, like, we could guess one or we could just guess two and narrow it down to one. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yeah. Worst case, we either, we get it we get it in one or we get it in yeah. two. Yep. Which is why you'd ask one. Is, is it a steel, is it a steel or a ghost? Yes. Okay. Is it steel? Oh, I see what you're saying there. No. Okay, so we know it's a ghost type. That's uh, uh, that's nine. Yep, that's nine. nine. So we know it's a ghost. It evolved by level. It's a one to one. I feel like we probably have enough to solve. That's ten. That's ten questions. Yeah, Yeah. ten questions. Yeah. So we know it's a. So it's a ghost that evolves once via level. There's Bayonet for sure. There's Cursula. The there's Cursula. Um. There's. Oh, is there anything else? Cofagrigus. There's Poltegeist. No, Poltegeist evolved by. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's Cofagrigus, Cursula, and we're, we're dealing with mono ghosts. Um, Bayonet. Bayonet. Because uh, if we're down to three. Uh, does this, if that's the case, is there anything else we can think of? Before? Yeah, and if I'm correct, uh, Thatch, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. uh, if we guess the wrong thing, we lose, right? Yes. Yeah. So we sure. have to. So basically, we just have to ask. Um, Find defining features, I guess. Does yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> does this Pokemon have another form? 
Well, Cofagrigus doesn't. It has Runerigus, which is a, a different thing. Oh, well, it will now, it wouldn't, whatever, it would eliminate Bayonet then if yeah, it did. Yeah, that would eliminate Bayonet. Does it have another form? No. So it's one of those two. So we've got uh, Cursula or Cofagrigus. Does this Pokemon evolve only in one region? Or from Pokemon in only one region? Are you asking if it's a regional? Uh, well, <laughs> is that what you're asking essentially? Yeah. Basically, if it's Galarian Corsal, if does it evolve from a regional form? <laughs> no. Okay, so we know which one it is. So it's Cofagrigus. Just ask it, Shamu. You have to ask. Is it Cofagrigus? Yes, it is Cofagrigus. Okay. You guys did it in 13, so like that's pretty good. Yeah, certainly not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I always find it amazing that we could do it in 13 questions. We can just nail down one of the like 890 Pokemon. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, if you guys want more Puckle goodness and you don't want Pokemon 15 questions next week, send an email to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what kind of DLC you would like to see. And if you do want more Pokemon 15 questions, go listen to Game Corner. It just came out. It was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on that one. No, you weren't. I think. No, I'm on next month. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Go listen to this one. It's still good. <laughs> uh, and then you can also go ahead and... You could you could support the show by going and following us on social media over on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever we still use Instagram. So go go on over to those things. Follow us, like us, do whatever you got to do. Uh, you can also go ahead and see more content from us over on youtube.com slash puckle podcast. You can also watch us on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash puckle podcast and support the show monetarily if you have a Twitch Prime subscription. We really appreciate it. You can also get a bunch of cool extras and help support the show by going over to T Public, purchasing Vite Ramen, the healthy ramen. Uh, maybe I should put healthy in quotes, but the, but the yummy ramen. You could, of course, uh, support the show more directly by going over to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where you can get a bunch of cool things like, I don't know, like shiny Pokemon and getting to hang out for Patreon raid nights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time. I love Patreon raid nights. I get to just like hang out with the patrons and it's just a lot of fun. But on that note, I think that's everything uh, that I usually cover. So I did that much faster than usual. I condensed it down. And... Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's been a time here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. I've been Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
we here at Puckle would like to thank all of our patrons who helped make this show possible. Thank you to everybody there. Like I said earlier in the show, I believe, if not, I'm going to say it here now, we are going to be doing two giveaways this month, one for a Pokeball Plus Me. You can get that at the $10 tier or higher, so you have to make sure you're there. And then we're also going to run another special where we're going to rerun the 6IV Ditto, uh, 6IV Japanese Ditto that we did last month. Um, just because I see a lot of people are asking for it and I want to be able to do another run. We found a ways to alleviate some of the issues we had with the last giveaway. So, uh, please be on the lookout for that. And if you're interested in getting a six IV ditto, this is a great way to come and do it. So without further ado, for those of you who updated your, uh, Patreon status, thank you because we did change up the tiers. The one and $3 tier no longer exists. It's just condensed into a $2 tier. So please make sure you change that. Um, if you're at the $1 tier and you want your name right on the show, because without it, you won't be right on the show today. But thank you to Greg, Lane, Viger, Dooley, Dominic, Rob, JT Rex, Big Chonk, the fluffiest whimsicott, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Christian, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Snickle, Rotted, Titan, Jesse, Piccolo, Ryan, Ed, Seth Vilo, Wade, Marcus, King, and Tank, Sheldon, Cordia, Claude, CR Perkins, Bodtech, Swampertata, Matt, Gary, Caleb, Jonathan, Merlander, Joshua, Zane, P. McGee, Robert, the Golden Klefki, It's Your Boy, Trav, <laughs> The British Gent, Brian, Dylan, Trevor, Sheon, TJ, Keegan, Peach, Doc Knox, Craig Kruger, Dennis, Farmer Fox, Echo, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Kelvin, T- Taylor, Amanda, Mike, Colt, Maxie, Shambles, Justin, Michael, Tim, Equals, Dylan, uh, Andrew, Justin, Old Man Tup, David, Harvey, Michael, Jordan, Andrew, Brock, Louise, Kevin, Nico, Hayden, Voltaire, Calvin, Jacob, Justin, Luke, Matthew, Neleb, South, Nicholas, Brandon, Locke, Holden, iStarly TV, Prime Rib, L. Feats, Jeremy, Launchpad, McQuack, Gigantamax, Metapod, Sammy, Graham, John, Greg, Alec, Christopher, Yegler, Mikey, Christopher, Bear, Kevin, Gone, Corfishin, Chris, Dark Flame, Chris, Chris, again, two Chris's in a row, uh, Halfle Reviews, Coop de Jarnock, Jordan, Shira, Zarni, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Orange, and that's it. So thank you to everybody who supports the show and also Sparky. I apologize. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports the show. We really appreciate it. And I hope to see you all on the flip-flop. We will be doing another Patreon raid night this Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So please be there and uh, we'll hang out. We'll do some raids together and we'll have some fun. So I will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 